So, Bridge. Yes, Kate. Guess what? <laughs> well, you're not going to be able to guess. So, let me give you more context about oh. the guess. Oh. Okay. So, today uh, was a little bit of a long day. I was doing the professional drumline gig at a oh. professional football team game. But there was a halftime performer. And it was someone that we did, I think, only one movie about. But we, like, talked about him. And he was, like, a music Eminem? Person. Oh my god, no, I wish. <laughs> okay, okay, wait. Um. Okay, I need to give you more context. It was an episode we did, like, really early on. If I had... No, kidding. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it was James Cromwell <laughs> skipping across the stage. Wait, I don't know. This is... It could be anybody. Okay, so there's like a couple guys on the, they make like a little fake stage. They just like bring it out of the field. Wait, wait, we gotta set the scene. You're at an NFL game. Yeah. And you're hired to do fun halftime performances in addition to whatever else is there. Well, we don't do halftime usually, um, but we do pregame. So we'll do like a little pregame and then we'll play for all the drunk people in parking lots and that's fun. And then we'll play like a timeout song usually at some point throughout the game. Love it. But when we're going on to do our we do like a sound check for pregame so that's like we go out on the field and it's like hours before the game and that's when the halftime people were doing this that's where we saw them so it was like what looked like a dj and then like four of the dudes didn't really recognize any of them i don't know so we just like kind of like wandered over because they were like trying to like perform but there was no audience so it was like kind of weird so we're like we'll be the audience and this one guy who's our one of our ops guy who's like helps with the electronics and shit whatever with us he turns and he goes do you guys know who that is and i was like no who is is it? And he goes, it's Tone Loke. Do you remember Tone Loke? <laughs> Wait. Wait, really? Do you remember what movie he was from? Because it is the first thing I said out loud when he said that. Oh my god, I'm, I see I cheated and I'm Googling it and it says Fern Gully. It was Fern Gully! <laughs> he oh. was the lizard. Oh, where he was like, hey man. And, and like- he was in Ace Ventura. <gasps> Wow. It was Tolok. He was, I guess, singing, rapping. It was, wow. it was a time. Wow. That's nostalgic. Literally, the first thing I said, I go, oh my God, from Fern Gully? And then the guy was like, uh, maybe. I'm not, I don't know what that You're is. Like, there's a like, great oh, right. podcast you should check out called Me. Sisters. You've seen it. <laughs> Take my business card. Yeah. Oh my God. Isn't that like so? It was very nostalgic podcasting. I was like, what the fuck? On Loke. Dude, it's like you entered another universe. <laughs> <laughs> and like nobody else. I was like, guys, he's a 90s icon. Everyone's like, we don't know who this is. And I was like, guys, Did you come try on. to like talk to him? Um, no, but he said, you guys are great or something. And then oh, we were like, was he like, you guys are great? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because then apparently we passed him later somewhere in the stadium and I didn't recognize him. And apparently he said, we're great again. And I didn't wow. hear the voice. And if I heard that voice, I think I would have noticed. But Holy shit, that's hilarious. Maybe he's like taking some cough drops now. And <laughs> I don't know. He's like, I actually had a horrific <laughs> disease for most of my career, and now oh, I look like this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so I just had to share that with you. Tone look, everybody. Wow. If you know, you know. <laughs> sisters, sisters who seen it. We are the sisters, sisters who seen it. Sisters, shooby dooby doo wah. Sisters, shooby dooby doo wah. Sisters, sisters.
sisters, sisters. Sisters who seen it. Hello! Hello! You know, I hear, again, just speaking to what we just spoke about, I hear drums often, but now after seeing this movie again, mmm. If I hear that beat, a little, mm. a little scary. I don't know about don't it. Pick up that board game. <laughs> and I love board games. It's hard. I mean, it is a millennial's weakness. Hey, who are we? <laughs> okay. Bridge. All right, listeners. So we are the Sisters Who Seen It, the podcast where two sisters who are not movie critics look back on some of our favorites throughout the years through a psychological, ethical, and familial lens. I'm Katie. I'm Bridget. And oh God, my notes are Jumanji. not a good spot. Jumanji. Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I imitate he's that, so, I'm thinking so of weird. when he says it at the end, and he's like, like he's about to get like shot in the face. Yeah. He's like Jumanji. He, <laughs> like, dude, have some sense of urgency. I agree. It was such a weird Jumanji. <laughs> I, I felt it was weird. I was like, I would have. Scream that as fast as possible. There like, was a lot of there was a lot of moments that I was like, you know, if we just played this faster, uh-huh. we would have been we would have reduced the trauma. We just pick and throw and pick and throw and pick and throw. I guess the we dice. gave away the movie, huh? Oh, what's the movie, Brad? The nineteen ninety five original Jumanji, Jumanji, starring Robin Williams. Oh my god! And I forgot Bonnie Hunt Bonnie is in this. Hunt? But she's great. Kirsten Dunst. Yes, that Jonathan other kid. Hyde, Bradley uh, Pierce. Oh yeah, all them. Patricia yeah. Clarkson, David Allen Greer, Bridge. Yeah. It is your turn to do a synopsis. Oh, and I'm sorry, not sorry, I but. I am ready. Let's do Okay. Go. Let's hear um, it. Oh, yep. Okay. <laughs> Did you not write down the one sentence? Bridget, I'm Wait. surprised at you. No, 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 no. I Did don't. your phone autocorrect it to no, blank? No. I got sorry. this. <clears throat> okay. When two kids play an old magic board game they found, they release a man trapped for decades in it <laughs> and a host of dangers that can only be stopped by finishing the game. <laughs> Are you okay. <laughs> just, that's not how I thought we would describe it. I thought we would just focus on the trauma and the horrors, but we focused on there's a man who comes out of the game. It sounds inappropriate. I'm just saying. My God. Oh my God. All right. Wow. Now I'll go into how I really think what the movie is. Okay. Um, so let me make sure I get this right. Because when you were like, Bridget, did you pick Jumanji because of the same director? Wasn't it the writer was the same or someone was the same um, of Honey, I Shrunk? Yes. It was the director. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, oh, I'm a ding dong. That's why I picked it. I was like, no, what? No. I didn't. <laughs> that's not at all. And I'm like, oh, that's exactly why my subconscious brain. Yeah, but, I think I think it was. So this director has a history in special effects. And I would say oh. that and as we if you listen to Honey I Shrunk the Kids episode, mm. there's some scariness to this. There's a little yeah. bit of horror angle. However, we add cool effects and so we forget about it. Yeah. But I would say this movie is so quick. And I thought it was so good. I had a great time. I had such a good time. 
time. It was really fun. Like, guys, get on it. The original. We don't need <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson, okay? Kevin Hart. We need Robin Williams. So. We do. We start back in. The, apparently, this game has been around since, like, the 1800s, where you see two people burying it, and then all of a sudden, we shoot to 1960s, and that's where yeah. baby Robin Williams, who is named Alan Parrish, mm. finds this board game from the 1800s by Kate. Do the beat. Hit me with the beat, Kate. You afraid? Don't play that board game. If your board game is drumming at you, run away. Your board game makes noises by itself with no batteries. Goodbye. Burn it in the fire. We have stories about that. You remember all Mary's old toys when we were little and they would just go off? That's because Mary's Matilda. We already talked about it. Mary's Matilda, she used her genius mind power. She just doesn't want to tell us. That's true. That's true. Yeah, astrophysicist's Uh sister. Well, so (laughs) in this case, he gets the bard game. He goes home, and he kind of is like, you know, he's a kid, so he's intrigued by it. But little does he know that this board game is freaking wild. And so, first of all, this came from a book. There was an original book that's where this game called Jumanji. Wow. And they kind of like uh, this movie added a little bit more characters, a little more depth. But the whole premise is about like imagine if you were like actually a immersed in a board game. And so that's kind of exactly what happened. So when they roll the dice, it's a wild game. You don't know what's going to happen, but basically like animals come out around them in all these different scenarios and all these different turns. But in Alan's case, he gets sucked into the board game and sent to a jungle where no one knows. He's in a magic board game jungle. He's in in a magic board game jungle. Wow. And the only way to get him out is for the other person he was playing with, which was basically like a neighbor friend who her name is I'm blanking right now Sarah Sarah but she is so horrified by all these this animals coming out that she runs away so what 20 years go by something like that 26 years I think 26 years and then someone else moves into his childhood home where the board game still is so they hear the drums they open up the board game and this starts the same game that was started 20 years ago and it is just like a wild adventure from there the two little kids Kirsten Dunst uh, who is like she is so good in this yes and then that kid who his name is Bradley Pierce. Did you know he is the voice of Flounder from Ariel? <gasps> what? I mean, oh, I don't think wow. he sounds like Flounder in Jumanji, but he could do that no. voice. Wow. That's a fun fact. You so, loved Little Mermaid when you were ooh, younger. And now there's like a new one. And it's so exciting. Yep. So they get involved. There's a lot of other details, but basically like the town, just chaos happens and it is so cool. I do not remember it being that high action. Yeah. And the CGI rocked. And the reason it rocked was because there was like a super famous special effects guy. Stephen L. Price was basically like a genius in the special effects. And he died. He did Hook. Ah! He, he did Jurassic Park. Ah! 
Yeah. And he uh like passed away um because of cancer. And he Aww. so he was he was incredible at the um industrial light, the visual oh, effects. Industrial light and magic. Yes. yes. That's Jurassic Park. Yes. <gasps> so um so I was pleasantly surprised by how well the movie holds up. There's certain scenes where you're like, okay, that's cheesy. Like the monkeys. The monkeys for me. Mm. But yeah. overall, like what a good time, Kate. I can't wait to get into this because like I had a blast. And then Robin Williams, man, what a gem. Yes. The best. Yeah. What did I miss? Did I miss anything important? That's it, right? I think that's great. And I would like to dive right in because we start off in the year 1869. Now, Bridge, I'm not much of a historian <laughs> slash I didn't like history growing up. Do we think board games existed in the 1800s? What do we think? I'm sorry, what? but the only movie I thought of at that moment was Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> I fucking thought of that? Did I write it down? Because I swear to God, I thought the same thing. Where I was like, these little Puritan bitches <laughs> in the woods at night, y'all gonna get fucked. What? It's not good. What was the character's name in Hocus Pocus? Binks. Oh, was that his original name? Thackeray, Thackeray Binks. Thackeray, right? It's Thackeray. So I think Thackeray was playing Jumanji with these other guys in the 1800s. And they were like, yo, Hocus Pocus. Oh my god, that's the origin story. Hocus Pocus cursed the fucking board game. Oh! And Zachary Banks and all those. This is where it came from. Do you imagine that was like his like Friday night and then the Saturday it was like his sister <laughs> gets like kidnapped like, and he turns it. into a cat and he's like, fuck this. Oh my god, maybe that is Jumanji. It's like you rolled a four and now you're a cat for life <laughs> and in another movie. Oh god. Um, wow. I There's a lot of great lines here and Oof. I don't know if it's because we don't know how people talked in the 1800s, but but, you know, really just, again, these are children. Um, there seems to be a lot of children playing this game. And one part, they hear Scary Wolf House because it's scary. Because this is, I would argue, somewhat of a child horror movie. It's fun. But, like, I, I'm I'm pretty scared. sure Robin Williams didn't allow his children to watch this movie. Because it yeah. was, it's pretty scary. There are some parts where I was like, ah! Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just very creepy. So they hear a pack of wolves and the guy goes, don't worry, it's just a pack of wolves. Don't worry about the wolves, Bridge. So uh, this could have been that great because he was also a little too chill for me. Um, And then we have a very dramatic part, which this lived rent-free in my brain. I have it in capital letters. Go for it, I wrote it in capital letters, too. (laughs) What if somebody finds the game? And then there's the dramatic, like, stare. Close-up. May May God have mercy on his soul. Mercy on his soul. (laughs) And then I wrote, LMFAO, this movie's amazing. Uh, Yeah. They were not being ironic. They were trying to, like, really be like i hope y'all are ready for this wild movie it's great but we cut away from that because we're like "Uh uh-oh we gotta get to little alan parish because it's 1969 i think is something something yeah that makes sense because in 26 (laughs) years alan riding his bike having a lovely day (laughs) for now and then it gets (laughs) then we turn into the never-ending story and my god movies what's happening the bike gang of bullies these kids need some extra curricular activities they need some mentors some i don't know what's key. going on something we, 
<laughs> we need some police officers. I don't know. They're openly threatening death. Um, nobody seems to care. These kids are out for blood. And then Alan, like, rides his bike to his... So his dad is, like, loaded. Oh, yeah. He's a rich kid, and his dad owns a shoe factory. So he goes to this shoe factory, and then, like, pretty quickly, you meet a character called Carl. We like Carl. He's cool. Um, uh, uh, do we? Because we screw up Carl's entire life. Well, I like Carl. I don't know if Alan liked Carl. It seemed like he did, but yeah, he kind of messed shit up. But we meet Alan's dad, who's played by someone else who's like a famous character actor because he was an anaconda. Um, So his name is Jonathan Hyde. Oh. And what is so cool about this movie is he plays two characters. Yes, he the plays symbolism. the yes. dad, and then he plays the guy trying to kill Robin Williams, who was called Van... Van Pelt. Pelt. Now, Kate, he is also in the 1995 Richie Rich. Oh, yeah! He's Cadbury! Oh, my God! I forgot! Are you kidding me? Oh Cadbury? God. How could you forget? Was that 1995? Uh, that was this year? He was killing it then. Wow! When did Richie Anaconda Rich, 1995? Oh, my God. I wonder when Anaconda came out. No, I got it wrong. Got it wrong. 1994. 1994. Okay. Close enough. All right. So, he's a dad, and he very quickly starts basically bitching at Alan, and he's like, wow, Alan, you're afraid of getting beat up by 12 children that want to kill you? Wow. Like, be a man. Like, face your fears. And I was like, this is terrible advice, sir. Well, I feel like he kind of backtracks later, and he's like, uh, so kid, I left out one important detail. If, like, ten kids are trying to beat you up, like, you should run. I thought it was just one kid. My bad. I was like, what? Okay, but, like, let's also not encourage violence, sir, because later you get a gun, okay? And that's violence. It's scary. Katie, what should Alan have done, in your professional opinion? Uh, call the police. Ah. That's what I would do. Okay. Or or be like, snitch? Dad, come out. Listen, Bridget, (laughs) not all snitches get stitches, okay? (laughs) Stop perpetuating the stereotype. Let's get back to the shoe factory because there is plot here, okay? There is plot. Carl basically creates the Air Jordan. Now, Bridge, I'm going to ask a history Whoa. question again. You have shoe knowledge. Did the Air Jordans originate in the 60s? What do we think? Um, no. When did we make a sneaker? The first sneaker ever made? Like, what's a well, basketball Well, it's a high sneaker. top. Right. I think um, of, like, basketball with those. So, it would be in the 70s. It would be the Chuck Taylor, uh, 1972, okay? So, Carl, okay, in this movie, was definitely ahead of his time. He had at least yeah. three years ahead of his time. He would have been Seth for life. Uh, yeah. But he's not, because Alan puts his shoe that he probably spent hours and days and weeks and nights on, on some conveyor belt, and then it eats it, and then it breaks the machine, and then Carl gets fucking fired. Yeah, how rude! I was like, wow. Alan, I get you're beat up and you're a child. Just I go don't. up to your dad and be like, yo, that was me. Yeah. Like, you're fine. You're not gonna get fired from the job you don't have. Right. Um, yeah. So then Alan goes down, and he gets beat up by all the children, and the, the reason these kids are going to beat him up, and by the way i believe they are 11 slash 12 mm. one of the 12 year olds is like you were hanging out with my girl yeah we're fucking 12 um yeah so 
he gets beat up. A bunch of construction workers see they do nothing. That's called being a bystander, y'all. And that's not the right way to handle public beatings. So this is how we find the board game. Now, another thing that I thought of, which is kind of funny. And I mean, this is obviously a children's movie. So like, that's probably why they did this. But like, I just thought it was funny how this board game like senses children. It literally is like hocus pocus. They're like, we can smell the children. Dude. <laughs> like there were Origin adults story. around and they the drums didn't play for them. It only played for a little beat up sad Alan. It's a freaking horror movie. Yeah. Not good. And it gets louder as you get closer. Like, you know, like Marco Polo shit. Honestly, he treats it as like emotional support buried treasure. And it's just not the way to handle getting beat up. Okay. But I gotta say, it was kind of cool. Like if you found something like that as a kid, you'd be like, this is cool. What wasn't cool is the game like just kind of took a hold of him. Yeah. And then there's like, we go home and then there's like drama with Alan and his dad. His dad's like, you're going to boarding school. Hooray. And then Alan's like, wait, I don't want to go to boarding school. And he's like, God, you're going to go so That's his stupid. his mother Patricia Clarkson is a super oh, yeah, famous actress. She was on Broad City. Do you remember that one episode? Oh my god, yes, yeah. But like, I feel like it was. First of all, he was like, "I'm so sorry you got beat up, but don't worry, I'm gonna make you feel better because you are officially gonna be sent away to boarding school." It's like, yeah. ooh, I don't know if that's a good transition. What do you think? And he's like, "Oh, you got beat up and your bike stolen. Don't worry, I'm gonna send you around more twelve year olds." They might also hate you. Have so much fun. I feel like he was kind of ahead of his time and he was like, I don't want to be sent away. I would like to like just be left alone. He made a really good point. He's like, everyone makes fun of me now because of how rich I am. So when I go to a boarding school where a building's named after me, you think I'm going to be treated well? I'm like, yeah, see, this kid gets it. Yeah, he's pretty keyed into he's going to get beat up. Um, Whether it's (laughs) a board game, children, possibly his father. Talk about abuse. Anyone that looks at him, yeah, like, it's just, it's coming from anywhere. Horrifying. And he just, he should have fessed up to the shoe. Maybe this is the shoe (laughs) that, like, hexed him. This is the cursed Salem witch shoe that was an Air (laughs) Jordan. (laughs) It put a curse on him. We could spin this as a Hocus Pocus spinoff, I'm just saying. this could be so freaking good. Oh, my God. Okay, so the parents leave. Alan's like, wait, I'm gonna run away. But then the girl, Sarah, who Mm. is, like, his neighbor, I guess. Yeah. Or she lives on the street, something. She comes over. She brings him back his bike. She's like, I'm sorry. You got beat up by my maybe boyfriend. I'm 12. And then he's like, hey, I got a board game. (laughs) You want to play? And at first she's like, that's lame. I'm 12. I'm cool. But then they, like, play anyway, so. But to your point on, like, the creepiness that the children hear it, he was like, do you hear the drums? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay. He's like, I'm not cuckoo. Like, I didn't get beat up so bad that I am hearing things. And I feel like that's also kind of part of what also happens later. So like, you're hearing it too, right? I'm not so cuckoo. Oh, man. But boy, this is a bad board game. And I read that I think the original person that wrote the book it was because they hated Monopoly (laughs) (laughs) so they were like what if Monopoly came to life and Park Place fucking landed on your head great oh my god you go to jail you don't collect $200 no so the theory what I read (laughs) was that Monopoly you put in so much effort and you don't get a lot back and so they wanted to create this world well, that like you really get action and adventure and 
I think this movie spun it to be more like horror, but I don't know if the book is that scary, is just so to speak. So, um, <laughs> I forgot about that earlier. Well, the f- I think the first scary thing we see are these like bats that like they fly out and wow. then they're kind of like, oh my God, bats, crazy. Or they hear like weird noises. I don't know if the bats fly out right away. I don't fucking know. It's terrifying. So the coolest thing though, let's go to the special effects. So the coolest thing is they did a combo of like CGI and puppets. Yes. I liked some of the puppets. But I think that bat, where there's this scene that it lands oh, it's on, like her on her shoulder, oh! and she turns around and it gets in her face. Kate, you know me. I am running. I'm Forrest Gump. I'm in 30 states. I'm, ge- yep. I'm going to grow t- a goatee. I'm out. Bridget bought the Carl pre-Nike <laughs> shoe, and I'm she's out. off. I'm she's got to go. It's I, not good. It was, but like, even now, watching 1995, think about how long ago that was. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. That looks like a real bat in her face. And then that part where the other kids like go in the attic or the one kid and you see the little like it's like crunched uh, up and then it puts its wings out slowly. That was so scary. Horrifying. I would flip a shit if I saw that in my house. It probably is in my house somewhere because it's crazy here. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so that's my own problems. Okay. So then um Alan rolls and he gets the shittiest roll that you could ever roll and it basically says you have to wait in the jungle till someone rolls i think a five or an eight if they're they're all like little poem things in the jungle you must wait until the dice read five or eight and i gotta tell you that's bullshit i understand that sarah had these horrific bats and everyone thought she was nuts but she's gotta go back and at least try to roll a five or an eight because that was pretty messed up yeah okay like all she had to do was just try she didn't even have she could say hey man i got the wrong number but she didn't even try no. 20 years that's a horrible board game player yeah she's not a team player Mm-mm. um mm. also trauma is bad wow so then we skip ahead and now it is 26 oh, years 26 later. year i was saying 20 26 years later yes and then the first thing i wrote when we see this new uh, we'll call them family i suppose even though we find out what their relationships are first thing i wrote is wow do i remember this lady's hat who's the aunt <gasps> and uh oh my aunt, whatever. god you're so name? right that's you remember as a kid so iconic bizarre. i was like what a hat okay so this lady i didn't write her name down what's the aunt's name aunt what is the aunt's name aunt Aunt Nora. Nora, Nora. Aunt Nora. Oh, on the nose. Aunt Nora's wearing a hat. Okay. Aunt Nora buys this house, and she has two children with her, and we come to find, and this is Judy and Peter. Kristen Dunst is Judy. Flounder Little Mermaid is Peter. (laughs) Okay, we're caught up. So we find out that they are actually her niece and nephew because their parents both died horrifically in a car accident when they were just trying to fucking ski. And it Again, the trauma trauma. is, it's real. It's so sad. So they're like, wow, our lives suck. And now we're moving to this bullshit place. And there's a bunch of fucking bats and fucking attic. And everything's horrible. And we hate everything. And you're like, this sucks. 
horrifying. I'm so sorry. Um, also, there is a conspiracy theory exterminator who comes to look for the bats. <laughs> and he starts telling them about, like, yeah, guys, little Alan Parrish was murdered in this house. He's chopped up in a little piece of his dad fucking hit him all around his mansion. And anyway, see you guys. <laughs> Gotta go. There's no bats. And I was like, wow, I would not pay that man. But okay. Uh, honestly, super cool. I thought, though, it was like good context because just saying that like the boy disappeared i don't know as a kid you'll just be like oh that's sad and you move on but being in the house that you're now living in that he could be in the walls i was like Ugh. i love it feels like such a kid story like he got chopped into pieces and he's in the walls and are you afraid ah! of the dark Ooh, you know and you're like ah <laughs> uh, that's exactly how i was but we very quickly get some jumanji thumping drums y'all and <laughs> It's coming from the attic, which I don't know how many times to say this. Weird shit in the attic. Uh-uh. There's already a bat up there, guys. Like, I don't... Did you forget? Because I did It's also a massive house. We need to, like, have so that big. as, like, kind of context. Because this attic is huge. Like, probably bigger than my home. <laughs> that was one thing I actually really liked about this movie that I thought was smart. Was they made it in a mansion, basically. Yeah. So, like, you kept going in these different rooms. Because they'd be in one room. And, like, something stupid would happen and get messed up. And they're like, I got to move over here to the lounge now. Let's here's do the, that. Here's the thing they never addressed. And I don't want to know the reason. But I find it very bizarre that this single woman with now two kids is like, hey, I got a deal on this mansion. And you're like, I don't know where you're getting your funds from. <laughs> But I don't know if this is a great purchase. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something is... We don't know what you do. We don't know where yeah. your money came from. Mm. Something's fishy. Those property taxes are going to get you, lady. I'm just uh, saying. You abso- better be ready. Absolutely. 2008 is just around the corner, so... Oh, God. <laughs> yep. So, the kids basically skip school. They get, like, left behind by the aunt, and they don't go to school, and they start playing this game because... what? Yeah, okay. And, okay, so I have the very first thing that happens is these, like, huge mosquitoes, which may or may not also already live in my backyard. But, you know. Dude. Okay, let's give a little backstory of the kids. So Kirsten Dunst, and I loved this backstory. Part of her trauma of her parents dying is she's a pathological liar. Yes. Okay. Peter's backstory is that he doesn't speak. Yeah. but Like, two adults. Two adults. He, like, secretly speaks. But then once Jumanji happens... That takes that away, and then he, like, begins speaking. But he kind of is reserved, right? Yeah. So he makes a lot of decisions without, like, talking to people. And I feel like every time a crazy animal would come out, Kirsten Dunst was, like, justifying it by how creative her lies were. So with the mosquitoes, she was like, listen, it's it's gotta be, like, microchipped or something. <laughs> like, she just can't... I was like, this is such a hilarious backstory that she's like, listen, we didn't actually see that. It's just a hallucination. It's not real. I'm like... This- she's like, oh, that thing I hit with the tennis racket? No, no, no. no. That's normal for wherever the fuck we She's just moved to. peak gaslighter, and I mm. am here for it. <laughs> but yeah. I... I mean, I thought it was horrifying, but Peter, which I was like, Peter is the only one that gets it, quickly rolls the dice, okay? Because he's like, oh my god, my instinct tells, if it's my turn, then maybe this will stop. And if we all just did that quickly, Kate, the horror wouldn't have even happened, right? Yep. (sighs) So Peter rolls, and this is where we get CGI monkeys. Uh, These monkeys were... These weren't as good. I would argue trying to be comedic, trying to be like the comedy. Kate, the first thing that happens is they throw 
throw a knife at children. Well, that's not horrifying. comedy. It was it was like Gremlins comedy where I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> I don't, don't want to be near you. It's horrifying. Ah. But what's funny about the rest of the movie is they like steal, they stole Carl's cop car. They did. They do like silly things here and there. They don't actually affect them. They're just kind of like shenanigans, you know? They are, yes. But Kate, someone rolls a five or eight. And what yes. happens 30 minutes after the movie is already played? Robin Williams in a cool leaf hat! <laughs> Woo! And the, a scary practical effect line. The, the hook vibes? I gotta <laughs> tell you. Oh Yo, my god. Might as well yell Rufio, because that was what I, I also <laughs> found out that um, his, his leaf hat, which I thought was only leaves, it was actually a turtle shell wow. with leaves on it, and that was a little creative, I gotta say. That was a lot, but he came and saved them from a lion. That's a scary lion. That lion. That was like never ending story where it's like, I can't see the evil creature in the dark. And the movie was like, we're going to make this fucking scary. And oh. I was like, okay. Horrifying. <laughs> okay, I, and I was like, I was like getting close to the screen. Like, come on, this can't be that. It's 1995. It can't be that good. It was like pretty freaking good. At one point you could see the little pieces of hair like yeah. blowing. I'm like, CGI doesn't look like this. They had to add other pieces to this because it was so cool but Robin Williams saves them yeah and then they're like okay thank you for saving us but who are you jungle man so Robin Williams comes back very quickly goes which is a popular meme that I often refer to when I wake up from a nap which is what year is it because <laughs> he don't know what year it is because he was in a made up jungle and there's no calendars and they were like oh my god it's this year whatever and he's like what where are my parents and he's like he realizes he's back in his house he's like kind of going through like it kind of gets like a weird emotional moment and there's a lot of like tone shifts and you're like am i sad am i scared am i all am i am i what am i and he tries to go and find his dad so he's like i know i'll go to the shoe factory and he runs off to the shoe factory dad's not there there's also a bunch of like homeless people in this town which i was like what okay i don't know why this is the town with well apparently people, the shoes okay. were keeping this town alive and wow once alan got taken into the game his dad looked for him with all of his might the entire town collapsed because once the shoes weren't moving the fucking shoes that was it and i thought 26 years we haven't fixed this problem where are we right now in the country i gotta know um i don't know but like <laughs> we need to not only rely on shoes guys you're not carrie bradshaw okay, <laughs> uh, okay. so he is like oh my god my dad is dead and also he meets some guy who goes he goes have you seen my dad and the guy fuck do you remember what the guy says yeah he basically sends him to the gravestone he goes i see them every now and then and then we're at a cemetery and i was like oh horrifying yes. That's not right. That's the wrong way to do that. Horrifying. And this is where he donates his turtle shell hat to his late parents on their gravestone. Yep. Then we got fucking bugs. These, like, mosquitoes try to kill them. They drive away. And then they're like, what's going on? Oh, my God. We don't know what's happening. And then Alan, like, he kind of explains what's going on. And he's like, this is a fucked up game. I ain't playing this shit. I'm gonna shave my beard, even though I don't know how to shave. And, like, I'm over it. And the kids are like, you gotta play with us. Like, we gotta finish 
finish because they try to roll and they're like, it's not working. And then he realizes it's not your turn and it's not his turn. And that's when he's like, "Uh uh-oh, it's Sarah's turn. I love that. Wow. And that's that's a petty game to be like, oh, we are fucking in this to the end. That's how you know the Sanderson sisters created this. Yes, the level of petty. Absolutely. But I gotta say, okay, so it was like in between the rolling of the dice, you'd have adventure with animals. Okay, so it's quick, quick, quick. And then even this part where you're like, wow, 26 years passed. We have to quickly introduce myself to this person who may not remember me, saw me sucked into a board game, their entire life was ruined because of it, and all do that to keep the plot moving. That could be a whole movie, Kate. Yep. And they did it amazing. This was not in the original book. Both of those characters are completely new to this film. Oh, and like wow. Bonnie Hunt and Robin Williams like matched each other on acting. It was so good. I loved her in this. I mean, I love him in this too. Like, I just thought her character was so funny because she's just like, deny, 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 and then she has to call her therapist because she's like, I'm having an hallucination that seems pretty real right now. Ah. Kate, I want to read a quote because before Robin Williams was down to find Sarah, he was definitely not going to play. And little Peter, aka Flounder, was like, yeah, are you afraid? And then (laughs) Robin Williams gets all Dead Poet Society. Oh my God, Captain Captain. I've seen things you've only seen in your nightmares. Things you can't even imagine. (laughs) Things you can't even see. There are things that haunt you in the night, then something screams, and you hope to God you will not meet the same fate. Afraid? You don't even know what afraid is. (laughs) Wow. Children's movie, everybody. And this is a children's children's movie. movie. And they do like scary music in the background of that, and I'm scared. But okay, I get Jumanji is not Oscar worthy. Okay, I get it. It's it's just not part of the whatever the repertoire. But can I tell you, Bonnie Hunt and Robin Williams made this movie because yep. the amount of acting that had to go into keeping the pace while also making you like feel things was incredible. Um, But he did trick her to play. That was he sneaky. Did. It was tricksy. It was very tricksy. Smart, but tricksy. So she ends up basically accidentally rolling. Her thing that she rolls, this is where all the vines come out. Oof. And I remember this about this movie and I was like, that's scary. I don't like plants anymore but now i'm like i'm i'm cool with plants I mean, we now. all love plants there some are plants pets that are new children as long as they don't like shoot a poison dart in my neck Oof. we good we good and they don't try to eat me um in a cabinet or whatever but we all survive and then again they're like oh i guess we should like i don't know keep playing here we go so then they're like wow let's keep playing hooray what the fuck did i wrote here i wrote oh my fucking god pam belt oh van pelt <laughs> my autopilot Pam Bell. You're turning into me. She's a demon. Van Pelt fucking comes out because Robin Williams rolls and he knows right away like who this person is, which again, I'm like, so you just spent 26 years in the jungle avoiding death from everything? And also this hunter? I'm scared. That's terrible. What the fuck? What did he do? And this, he was a really good evil character because he gave evil Terminator vibes, like T-3000 vibes, like I am on a mission. I will not stop. You will be T-1000. T-1000, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about the gun store, though? Ugh. Oh. I was like, America. 
America. We're the worst. Fucking hate it. And I was like, this is still real. But don't worry because he gets arrested and it's a good thing so he could get away from Crazy Guy. I don't think he gets arrested yet because we have a stampede. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, somehow the guy, the gun guy goes somewhere else and then it's like, oh my God, it's a stampede. And this I remember they used a lot in like the commercials and like previews for this yeah. movie was like, look at this stampede. And you're like, whoa, stampedes are crazy. They happen all the time in the jungle. I don't think they do, but it's fucking fine for the <laughs> And then we have a pelican that decides, bitch, Oof. I'm going to steal this game. And you're like, no. And then, yeah. Which, are pelicans part of stampedes? What Which, climate are pelicans is this? part of jungles? I don't think Where so. Where are we? I'm it's not like sure. National Geographic. It's- they just like scrapping it all together and said, well, here's a whole pick. It's a lot. But then happening. somehow we get to water. How did we get there? Well, because Pelican's a water bridge. No, I, I just, know. How did we oh. get there? You know, like, <laughs> no one's driving. I don't know, but we, Peter, Peter's on the move. Peter does some Simone Biles gymnastics <laughs> bullshit, and he gets this game from a law. Okay, okay. I don't even know okay, how Kate, he did it. What movie did it remind you of? What he did? What did it remind you of? Is it Willow with Val Kilmer? No, but Else but oh you. my god, it's just, <laughs> just about yeah. to go off the cliff, and he does, like you said, <laughs> Simone Biles and hangs out and catches it just like the perfect catch the perfect from the movie cast. Goofy Movie. Check it out, Kevin Lima wow. tweeted us once. Oh, he did, he liked our tweet because we love him. Yeah, I don't fucking know. So that, like, is just, I don't, I, and the whole point of this part, like, <sighs> it's, we're, it's, we're okay. setting up, we're setting up some so, male on male Some, like, stuff. Alan is like, hey, Peter, I just met you, so this is crazy, <laughs> but I'm gonna be fucking pissed off at you because you're a little boy and I'm traumatized. And you're like, whoa. Okay, I got the sense, if you are, from your psychological expertise, Kate, if you're 12, you get sucked into a board game into a magical jungle for 26 years. Do you yep. kind of stay at 12? Like, is it like an addiction? I mean, you have like, like once no human interaction. Yeah, right? So yeah, I would think like to some degree. So at first I thought, okay, Alan's stuck at 12 and then Peter is like basically 12. So they're like 12 year olds fighting. But then oh. it turned into like, I'm supposed to be a father figure and you're yeah. a son and I'm going to treat you like this father son, but I had a bad father. So I don't know how to do it. It was weird. Didn't like it. But again, he acted his ass off because I, it, quick, 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 right? Did it really ruin the movie? Nope. We just moved on. No, and it was quick, but this is where Alan gets arrested, and he's like, guys, it's cool I get arrested because I'm actually being sniped right now by <laughs> not Pam Belt, but Van Pelt, which is worse. In our, in our knockoff scary movie version, it Baby would be Pam Belt. Pam, Pam Belt. <laughs> and it would be played by Miss Trunchbull from Matilda. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. So while this is happening, Peter is like, guys, we gotta finish this bullshit game. I just broke my back trying to pick it out of the water. We gotta move. But he tries to cheat Bridge. And what happens to him? Because cheaters get 
Mosquitoes? What? What happens? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so he tried to cheat, and he basically, like, turns into a monkey. He's like a monkey. Why is that part of the jungle? Is that... I, I don't... What? I just... Um, I feel like they... So, okay, let's talk about this petty game, okay? Okay. They're like, listen, <laughs> yeah. if you start, you can't finish, and whoever Ever. finishes first wins, okay? Yeah. And also, no limit on time. There is no... It's forever, 26 years, keep going. Yeah. But if you try to cheat... I could try to murder you like I do every role, but you know what? I'm going to make you think on this one, and I'm going to completely change your entire physical form. What a game. He grew a tail. But to be honest, Kate, I was like, there's so much bad shit happening. Being a monkey, is it really that bad? Like, he's still living. That's true. Like, it could have been a lot worse. We could have got those mosquitoes bullshit things again. So, like, this was probably the best you could have got, honestly. Uh, and I'm now I'm wondering why I didn't turn into a flounder, you know? <laughs> And they just gotta carry him around a little face. He just wiggles. Movie. He's just in a water all the time. Okay. Um, okay. But here we are. We keep moving on. We keep moving forward. And boy, when they go back into this house, Kate. Whoa. Well, they gotta get the game something. Wait, what happened? Uh, Peter tries to cheat. He becomes a monkey. Bonnie hunts awesome. Oh, so they go into the town for some reason. And then Van Pelt steals the game. Uh, and they're like, yes, yes, shit, yes. the game's stolen. Rob Williams. Williams, who's Alan Parrish, is arrested. We gotta, like, get it back. So then we kind of go on this, like, side quest to, like, a Walmart-esque store where they're like, we gotta, like, do some Home Alone hijinks and get this game. And, like, wow, crazy. Like, creates an entire contraption Home in Alone. the weightlifting section of Too this much. Walmart where he adds, like, oxygen tanks from the scuba gear, pulls something, and it flings a raft that yep. trips him, and then he really should be dead because like a whole wall of paint cans fell on him and Kate if I ever dropped a paint can on my toe I'm in the hospital. He had an entire (laughs) wall fall on him and he is just doing fine. He just has a couple shades of you know cyan yellow all over him. And like Van Pelt's like yeah the reason I stole the game was to like lure Alan here. I'm like bitch he's arrested. Like we're busy. Like stop. Alan meanwhile is with Carl who's the only police officer working in this town I think and Carl's life sucks. Dude, Carl's like, let me tell you, first of all, his shoes get wrecked. His car is now next. Wow. Okay, his car might as well went through that same assembly line because it is getting shredded. So then Alan's like, I'm Alan Parrish. Then he's like, that's crazy and then he's like never mind i believe you then it's like okay i'll kind of help you maybe but then alan's like no no carl go off on your own i gotta go do some shit and then carl's like whoa oh he handcuffs him he handcuffs him but then he like drives with him to the place and then at the place he saws off the handcuffs which might have been the inspiration for saw because this is a Anyway, so now they're back at this fucking mansion, and oh my god, Bridge, the next part. Do you remember this next part? Well, first it's it's like, it's taken over by these vines. Yes. Like, I don't know. I've been to some apartments where, like, the trend of plants have gotten out of control. (laughs) And... COVID made things worse, right? We all didn't leave our house. It was like COVID lasted for 10 years because it was an explosion. Bridge, I don't know if it's fair for you to say that when you right now have a fake background of at least like six plants. I can. I am a part of the problem. I have lots of plants. Your virtual problem is a problem, (laughs) right? 
Yes. Um, so they get to the mansion <laughs> and I don't know who fucking rolls this, but it doesn't matter because it starts to rain indoors, which is the worst, the worst. And, uh, it's like a monsoon. You're like, whatever. It's just water. It can't be that bad. But it's just not fucking just water. It would turn into Lake Placid all over again because we got big old crocodiles. Kate, and holy shit. Kate, that crocodile was had this Lake an actual man in it. What? How? Being Who? a puppet. Oh, no. That's some Jim Henson shit right there. His name there. was Tom Woodruff Jr. Okay, Tom. And Robin Williams got so into fighting him that he forgot it was a man in there. And he, like, kind of beat him up. And the man had to stop filming and say, bro, I'm still in here. And Robin was like, my bad. I was into this scene. <laughs> How do you do puppeteering underwater? Well, as we know from the incredible movie, Jim Henson's... The Muppet movie. I know. I thought that he had a tank down below. I didn't get into the intricacies. I just know that I don't think this movie gets enough credit for its special effects slash puppeteering slash light and magic. It was so freaking good. Yeah and very scary somehow they get a so they like jump on the chandelier and you're like oh, that's not gonna work because it's still raining but don't worry bridge because while all this shit was happening carl runs into aunt nora yes aunt nora has a monkey in her car and then she crashes her car and then the car whatever so she's like i need a ride and then the guy was like i'll drive you but then his car gets eaten by a plant it's a bad day so now they're like let's get to this fucking house and they're like oh simple we'll just open the door as we hear these horrific screams and there's like water coming out whatever and this part is pretty fucking funny i remember this (laughs) growing up where they're just like surfing on like the doors and they're screaming and like the crocodiles are just like swimming but oh my god honestly so funny david allen greer makes this movie he is so so funny funny at this point um i was laughing hysterically yeah i mean that's the thing it started with the house but then it just went everywhere like the whole town had a river going through it the whole town has animals and it was just out of control but that makes the house empty. The crocodile's gone. Oh, we hope. Oh, God. And who is up next, Kate? Well, now we gotta go to the attic because, I don't know. We... Head for higher ground. Oh, sure. Okay. So then, uh, I think Robin Williams rolls this and he rolls it and it's fucking quicksand, which I think is so funny because I feel like every kid was terrified that they would get stuck in quicksand. Why do we think that, Kate? Why do we think that? Is it because of Jumanji? Because, oh, like... no, 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 no. We did a movie on it. On quicksand? We did a movie on it, and it traumatized us. Oh. Okay. What was it? Are you kidding me? Watching Art, Art, uh, Artium, the horse? Artex. Oh, never a story. Oh. That's exactly Artex. where I think it came from. What's his name? Artex? Artex, that's a horse. Um, watching in the swamps of I'm sadness. Saying. Get sucked down. That's where it came from. And we were all obsessed with quicksand. And we were all terrified of it. And it was in everything, everywhere in the 90s. Okay, but also, we used to own a... It was like a live-action Jungle Book movie. And Carrie Elways was the bad guy in it. And they used, like, live animals. And (laughs) Carrie Elways dies because of quicksand. Or somebody gets quicksand. And, like, that was another, like, 90s quicksand trauma. Wow, guys. Let's all avoid quicksand. 
I think we'll be okay, I but you we'll never be okay. know. You never know. So Robin Williams gets stuck in the floor, and again, he's like, hey guys, I have a solution. Like, roll the dice. And they're like, oh yeah, cool. So they roll the dice, and now he's stuck in the floor, and his face is like, oh my god, it's, it's so funny. It's just like a squished face, and it's so funny. And then Bonnie Hunt is like also stuck, like her arms are stuck, trying to grab him, and oh, I but, love it. But this was what was so good about the movie. It's like, you know how when you're filling out a crowd happy survey and you're like how long is this gonna take and there's that bar the bar's like you're 25 percent done you're 30 yep. percent done we got to watch the pieces of the game get closer so like as this movie kept going and going and going and going we're like okay we gotta be closer we gotta be closer like we're almost there we're almost there and i feel like at yeah. this point i was like all right let's hurry this up and there were parts where they were like oh if you roll this number you're gonna win yes and you're like ooh, but then you're like wait but there's still like a half hour of the movie guys Dude, like it was, i know what's first happening first of all she was like Sarah, if you roll a 12, you win. And then she, like, rolled a 3. I'm like, Sarah! <laughs> Sarah! Damn it. Uh, I don't know who fucking rolls this shit, but this is also the scariest part that lives rent-free in my nightmares. Uh, the spiders. Wow. I've seen arachnophobia and other spider horror movies. This shit's scarier. It this was. This shit is scary. Because they were big, but not silly big. They weren't they it big. Oh, squeaky! And they and they were hitting the floor. Oh, oh my I god! Hate, and they had little like drooly fangs. But we gotta give it up for Kirsten Dunst because as a little child, she was beating the crap out of all these animals. Okay, she, she was like, I take my older sister all seriously. She was <laughs> tennis racketing mosquitoes. She yep. was taking a broom to these things. Peter went and got an axe from the shed. Okay, that reminded me of fucking Commando. I'm like, I'm sorry, Peter can't find a weapon in this cluttered attic? I don't believe it. I don't think we need to run all the way out of the house to come back in. This is how Jenny got kidnapped, guys. Well, I mean, listen to Commando, you'll know. You'll know. Okay. Uh, also, it's hysterical when Robin Williams tries to go, <laughs> <laughs> tries to blow <laughs> at the spiders coming out. It's so oh, funny. he oh was such a freaking gem i'm I so oh, i'm so sad yeah. i feel like he could have kept doing like really incredible movies but all of a sudden they realize okay roll quickly which i was like okay yes. finally we're catching on and yep. it still makes things worse because then it just becomes like an earthquake i think so and then like the house like splits apart very poltergeist you know oh my god yeah and then you're like we're all gonna fucking die now and then Brown williams becomes tarzan for a second and he jungle swings and he's like grabs the game because the game fell and then he's like it's my turn to roll I just gotta roll oh my god but bridge Pam Be <laughs> Van Pelt Pam Van Pelt Belt comes on in and is like I'm gonna shoot you in the face now now you're gonna die but he's a bad guy in the 90s so he monologues and oh. Robin Williams was holding the dice and he's like drop what's in your head and it's the dice and it falls in a crack so you're like uh oh we're screwed. we're screwed but the game's like maybe you're not because I make up the rules it keeps sometimes. rolling it keeps rolling just gonna th keep this, going this, this game is like <laughs> you know it's just cracking it's like, I'm up. gonna make you sweat oh man uh, but it I guess gets the correct number I, I am curious to know what would happen if you went over the exact number but that's too much and we're too not much. gonna ask Jumanji too much. that because that's too much um, but, but this is where Robin Williams <laughs> goes Jumanji <laughs> Jumanji. 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 He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what? What the fuck are you saying? And I loved, mean? because I was like, 
Yo, if you got sucked into the game 26 years ago, and then you end up coming back, beating the game, and then getting to see everyone else sucked in, I'd be like, that's what I'm talking about. And then what made this movie even better, Kate? Because you're like, I'm already entertained. I'm here for it. I'm loving it. They go back in time. This petty freaking game. Am I right? I wrote, my God, the true horror is reliving your preteen years. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) This game is... <laughs> fucked up. I hate it so much, but I also <laughs> love the movie, but I hate the game. Okay, we have to My talk God. though about they moved him back in time, but he keeps his adult memory. And so does Sarah. And Sarah keeps it, but the kids don't keep their memory because they don't exist. But then when yeah. he sees them, he's like, they don't know who we are, but we love them. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, okay. Somebody missed the plot here because, like, I'm confused. Yeah, they were like, "Uh uh-oh, we added two people in who weren't from the book and now we got to figure some shit out, so I don't know. And, it's just and, gonna make them all know each other. And Kate, know. you're telling me at 12, okay, I get it. You had this, like, really traumatic experience with somebody, okay? But are you staying with that person for the rest of your life and get married? I mean, what happened for 20, 26 years? That's gotta be the longest relationship someone's <laughs> ever been in. Statistically, I'm gonna bet no on that. Yeah. But, you know, in but movie land. In a mansion. Hey, you know, she saw an opportunity and she's like, well, what could be worse than this dumbass game? At or, least he knows how to play it. Or so, being sure. a fake psychic. Because just... <laughs> as a psychic, she did not predict this was going to oh happen. Wait, there's a really amazing line. Oh, fuck, did I write it? Oh, there's a part where, like, <laughs> Alan is a dick to Peter. <laughs> and she goes, just ignore him, honey. He's a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I want that on a sign. Uh, amazing. Yeah, and then nobody's dead. And then they also, like, they throw away the game. They, like, kind of do a mafia murder, this game. And they, like, try to sink it in the river. But as we know, sometimes things float washes, from it wa- it washes up on a beach somewhere but there was never a Jumanji 2 no but they then we had the reboot which we had the reboot but they never left it open for Jumanji 2 I wonder why no one did it I don't know if anybody knows we'd like to know you tell us if you're the writer of Jumanji and you know the inside scoop tell us Joe Johnson are you listening to this and podcast? also give us your opinion on the reboot I watched it it was fine I mean it was a fine movie the rock is funny kevin hart is funny other people are great in it but it's just like they just threw money at it they didn't give it heart you know like they didn't give it robin, they didn't williams, give it robin williams and pam van belt or whatever <laughs> yeah not in there so well obviously i think under the answer bridge but i'll ask anyway watch or wow. don't watch wow stop what you're doing right now and watch wow. this wow. because, because <laughs> i truly went into this being like i don't know this can't be that good like from when i remembered it and it was i loved it, was it. so great so fun how I about you fun. kate would you uh, watch, yeah, it, or don't watch, watch it. it definitely watch it wow i I will show my kids this one day, the future children, not the Judy Peter made up children from my trauma. <laughs> okay, that's good. But I think I will wait till they're a little older because I'm, I'm worried about the nightmares. Um, Love it. Save on the therapy bills for that. So yeah. yeah. Well, Bridge, you know, I like I said before, I kind of not ragged on you, but I kind of laughed because like, oh, Bridge, we're in October. We need some spoopy, scary. Yeah, this fit. So kudos to you Woo! for that. But it's my pick. And my 
pick may or may not be liked by you. <laughs> no, is it Hola? It might be Hola because be you gotta do one and you're not gonna pick it, so I gotta pick it for us. Yeah. However, however, I'm going with a classic. It's a stereotypical classic for October. It's only an hour and a half long. We're gonna make it. Get crunchy crackers, or carrots, whatever the fuck you eat. My emotional support snacks. Yeah, 1978. Whoa. I assume you've seen this. I don't think this is, like, give me nightmare scary, but it's creepy concept. A very iconic movie for October, and our big holiday in October is what, Bridge? Halloween. We're doing Halloween. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, wait, we, have we done this yet? We have not. We are going to Haddonfield, Illinois Bridge. You can go <gasps> visit to do research. Don't do that. Never mind. Uh, Michael Myers. He, it, this is the description. 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night, 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital, turns to small town Hatfield to kill again. <laughs> Horrifying. Sorry, killing's not funny, but um, yeah, this is fun. Have you seen this? Okay, maybe, but like <gasps> not for a while. Like again, okay. So when I used to watch these as a kid, I would be behind the blanket for like seventy percent of it. Well, so now I try to actually watch it. Yeah, and we got Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I freaking love her. Is this is our first Jamie Lee Curtis movie. John Carpenter. Oh okay. my god. Yes. So they said Friday the third kind of this became this ripped was off. before Friday yeah, the 13th Friday the 13th ripped this off um, if you wow. really want to dive into some of the fun facts, I would also recommend on Netflix is a show, The Movies That Made Us. I think I made you watch some episodes, but yes, they've done did. a bunch. They did like some like scary movies like last year, two years ago for Halloween, and they did this movie. So you get the whole like backstory on it. It's very interesting because John Carpenter, who was the director, he also was the composer because he has a music background. Like he wasn't ever a movie person wow. i don't think like i think he was like into music and then somehow through like you know being a white man in the 70s he I got mean. to direct a movie so but it's like cool and the music is very iconic and yeah so that's <gasps> gonna be our spoopy scary in addition to the children's beloved classic jumanji <laughs> this <laughs> month <laughs> Yeah. Um, Well, Bridge. Yeah. I just want to say. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, if. If you. If you. In the jungle. If you must wait. Wait until the the dice dice five or eight. eight. I'm coming back, Kate. And I don't care if that African bag. Is this yours or mine? It's mine. I'm stealing (laughs) it. I don't care if that African (laughs) bat comes in and tries to murder me. I will do anything I can to roll that five or eight. Because I am never leaving you in a jungle for 26 years. You bitch your bottom, I won't. Wow. Thanks, little orphan Annie. That's (laughs) really nice of you. Oh, well, Bridge, I would do the same, and I also would probably strongly encourage us to not play strange board games that make their own sounds Mm -hmm. when they have no microchips or whatever the fuck Kirsten Dunst's character said that didn't make sense. Mm -mm. Because I love you. And listeners, if you also love board games that don't kill you, Mm. and if you would be a team player and just keep playing the goddamn game quickly, especially if it sucked up your friend, I don't know. 
And if you think that Robin Williams and Bonnie Hunt are icons mm. and mm. should have got awards yes. of some kind, you should write us a review. Hey, oh. We love reviews. We love written reviews. You can review us on Apple Podcasts along with some other podcasting apps. We also have a website, sisterswhoseenit.com. On our website, you can request a movie. So on there, there is a form you can fill out. It is October. We like to lean, or I like to lean. Who's leaning? Maybe me. I don't know. Uh, towards October theme movies. They don't have to be scary as we, I mean, Jumanji's scary. So never mind. That's scary. They don't have to be though. They could be whatever. But if you have a request, get on there and do that. And Bridge, what else can they do on our website? They can buy us coffee. Woo! They're like, oh my god, I went back and watched Jumanji. Thank you, sisters who've seen it. Here's Woo! five bucks. Have a coffee. Hey! Okay? You go on our website, you type it in, piece of cake. And if you're thinking, man, not only did I give them five bucks for coffee, but I also want to rep their gear. You go hey! to our merchandise section. And I don't know, now that you mentioned that Libra quote, I'm like, oh, I might have some fun on <laughs> a t-shirt with that one. I will buy it. Honestly, so. <laughs> just we have tons of merchandise that we just keep throwing up and being silly and fun and you tell us what you want and we're just going for it so check it out yeah check all that out listeners and we hope to hear from you all right well we'll see y'all next week for halloween it's not as scary as evil trumps that play for children i don't think any kids die in this movie so that i guess is a win right that's good i don't know let me tell you just make sure your board games don't drum wow goodbye love you goodbye love you take care of you bye-bye love you bye-bye thanks for tuning in to sisters who seen it you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website at sisterswhoseenit.com, where you can email us, request movies to be reviewed, and keep up to date with all things sisters. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next week. <laughs>